Hello Irish fans and welcome to a special edition of Dome and Domer. The following podcast is an interview conducted by Mike Bradley, class of 67, with the current head coach of the row team, Quinn Clockey, as they discuss the recent national recognition of the team. I think you'll enjoy, so here goes. I guess to start with, um, can you give me a little background on uh, uh, when you started at Notre Dame, uh, <clears throat> you rode how many years and uh, under which coach? I think it's Mike Lehman, and uh, uh, and then how you became the head coach. Uh, so a little background here. Sure. Um, so I, I, start, yeah, I started rowing um, at Notre Dame, um, and I uh, I tried out for the team, um, and actually um, for for the first six months or so um, that I was on the team, I was a coxswain. Um, oh. My freshman year. Um, mm-hmm. So so I coxed through the fall. Uh, coxed a couple of races. Um, to be to be perfectly honest with you, I I was wasn't very good. Um, <laughs> right. <laughs> sometime uh, in, in the winter season, um, I asked uh, our freshman coach Nick Springer um, if it was if it was possible for me to uh, start rowing the next year. Um, right. He said he would go and talk talk to Mike to Mike Landon, yep. who was the head coach at the time. Yep. And they they came back to me and they said. Um, all right, Quinn, you know what, we're, we're going to get you on the ERG now, and, and we'll see what you can do. Um, so that's, that's kind of how I started my rowing journey at Notre Dame. Wow. Uh, that, was, that was my freshman year. Um, okay. And then um, I rowed through, through, all the way through um, after that. Um, yep. I was in, in the class of 2020, so we were, were kind of gearing up for, for a, a big spring. Um, yeah. And unfortunately, you know, everything, everything got canceled. Yep. Um, everyone went home, yep. but that, you know, that was kind of, took kind of my time, uh, at Notre Dame. Um, you know, we were really kind of just the, the whole time, um, just, just building up, building up, getting faster every year. Um, Mike yep. did a, a great job, tremendous job, um, with the program. Um, and we were, were really just, you know, focused on getting better. Um, and, um, unfortunately that, that got cut short a little bit for me at the end. Um, but I think it, you know, it, it set me up, um, to, to definitely, you know, love the program, um, and love Notre Dame and love the team. And, um, so I, I graduated from Notre Dame, um, and just, you know, started, started my professional career, um, which was doing, doing what, which, uh, was in public accounting and, okay. um, after that, um, you know, I was you know, really you know, still rowing on the side, but but really missing yep. that you know kind of day to day interaction with the team, um, the, right. the you know the whole purpose of, of working towards a common goal, and you're really giving yourself and in, in committing to to the, both the, the team and the process. Um, yes. So I, I kind can of started looking. Can I interrupt you a couple times? So uh, when you were coxing, and then when you were rowing, how big were you, and how heavy were you? <laughs> I was probably I was pretty tall. I think I was about like six one or six two, and I was okay. probably about one hundred thirty pounds. So pretty Ooh. tall, but pretty yeah. skinny. Um, and <laughs> I right. probably probably couldn't have lasted as a coxswain for all four years because I kept right. on growing. But right. Um, so so what did you end start, up? I was pretty small, weight wise, as a senior. Uh, I was probably probably around 170 pounds. Um, I wasn't I wasn't ever very big, um, right. but you know, committed committed to the process on the erg and kept yep. you know dropping yep. dropping times and, and getting faster. Yeah. Now, were, did you have to be the captain your senior year, or how, how did that work out in terms of? Your... Um, I was not the captain my senior year, um, okay. but I um, I did end up. Um, in the one V that, that whole year in the varsity eight. Yep. Um, and, and was eventually was, was stroking it, um, oh, okay. before, yep. before the season got canceled. So that was kind of, right. you know, it was, it was definitely a, a long journey from, from Coxon to, to stroke seat at the varsity eight, but right. definitely, <laughs> uh, definitely worth it. <laughs> right. Right. So then, uh, you became a public accountant. Uh, did you go back home to, to do that? I did. So I was I was at home. I'm originally from Phoenix. Um so I was was working there, um rowing a little bit on the side, um still. Yep. 
And, um, yeah, definitely, you know, missing the team, missing the, missing the sport, you know, still involved a little bit, but, but not really at the right. same level. Um, right. And so I, I started to look for, for ways to kind of get back into the sport. Um, uh-huh. And I, I called Mike at one point um, yep. and, you know, was kind of asking his advice um, and asking yep. him sort of, you know, about different roles that were available, um, not at Notre Dame, but just, you know, ways that I could, could get involved again in the sport. Um, right. And he gave me some great advice. Um, and uh, then maybe a week or so, a couple weeks later, um, he, he shot me a text and said, you know, hey, man, we should probably talk again. And so we, we uh, right. spoke on the phone. And he said, um, you know, just just with where where he was, it was it was yep. time for for him to to you know move on. Um, mm-hmm. He actually he moved out to to Richmond, Virginia. Yep. Um, and he said, you know what, like this is this is an opportunity that's opening up. Um, you know, you, you know the program, you understand the program. Um, mm-hmm. What what do you think? Um, and it was, it was definitely a little bit of a shock. Uh, oh, yeah. And, right, right. And I thought about it a lot. Um, and, and basically, kind of what we ended up deciding to do was I would come back to Notre Dame um, during Mike's last year, and, and he would kind of show me the ropes and, and you know, yeah. take me yeah. under his wing and, and yeah. you know, right. basically do crash course rowing coach. Yep. Um, right. Or introduction to rowing, coach, coaching rowing 101. Yep. Um, yep. Mm-hmm. So I I quit my job. I went Whoa. out to South Bend, and yeah. uh, uh-huh. I was I was an assistant coach under Mike, and he uh, you know I rode along in the launch with him every day, and right. pestered him with with a million different questions on everything, yep. and you know he, mm-hmm. he helped me kind of understand the sport from from the other side, you know from from the coaching launch behind the megaphone. Um, right. And so then after after that spring, I, I took over as head coach. So that would have uh-huh. been the spring of 21, and then I started uh, in the fall of 21 as head coach. Spring of 21, okay. Um, so was there uh, was it an open open opportunity for anybody, or did you, did you just uh, it was just kind of a smooth transition because Mike had put the good word in that you should be the should should follow him. Yeah, so we, we, you know, opened it up for a little bit, um, yep. and I think, you know, eventually just came to the decision um, that it was, it was you know, one of the, the, the smoother transitions would have been, been from, from Mike to me, um, and, it, it, you know, we, we definitely share pretty similar philosophies, um, yep. coaching philosophies, and, and you know, rowing mm-hmm. philosophies, um, and that kind of helped make it a smoother transition, sure. um, especially coming out of out of kind of the the two COVID seasons um, yep. where where the team got banged up pretty pretty good, um, yep. you know, and definitely not as not as strong as it had been, you know, even eighteen months before. So it was sure. like, okay, this is this is going to make the the transition process a little bit better, um, yep. and then just also, you know. Um, just in terms of, you know, like resources available and things like that. Um, yeah. mm-hmm. Sometimes you can't, can't always get the biggest name um, out in South Bend. Um, but, but we <laughs> hey. decided, you know, hey. it, definitely a, potentially a risky decision, but um, mm-hmm. kind of mm-hmm. went for it. So yeah. right. um, that's kind of how we, 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 we got to that, got to that decision. Um, and, mm-hmm. and then, and then, you know, decided to see what would happen. Yeah. And so uh, I have to assume that Mike's recommendation for you being his uh, uh, successor uh, basically solved a lot of people's problems in terms of, hey, what are we going to do now that Mike's leaving? Yeah, right? for sure, for sure. Yeah. I mean, all, all okay. credit to Mike for that. Um, yeah. yeah. You know, I definitely definitely owe him for, for that. Yeah. So I want to touch on a, a word philosophy that you threw out in uh, uh, – and walk me through a little bit of your Mike's philosophy that coattails with your philosophy, and um, just talk to me about that for a couple minutes. Yeah. Um, so 
one of one of my favorite rowing quotes um, is is from um, uh, a guy named Wyatt Allen, who is the the current head coach at Dartmouth, um, uh-huh. rowed at Virginia, um, two two time Olympic medalists in the eight, um, and it's rowing is is a brutally simple sport, um, and you know it's it's a lot of hard work. Um, it's definitely you know, it can be very challenging, can be very difficult um, at times. But but when you boil boil it all down, um, you know, it's it's relatively simple. Um, yep. And so it's it's this underlying philosophy of you know, if if we work really hard and we work hard together, um, we're we're going to end up in a spot where where at the very least we'll be we'll be good. We might not be great. We might have to to clean up some of the small things to be great. But our right. if our if our floor is good. Then, then we're in a, a pretty, a pretty great spot, um, yep. and so that was definitely what what I saw on the team when I was on it. Um, over the course of the four years, we we definitely built up the amount of volume we were doing, the intensity we were doing, um, how we you know how we carried ourselves, um, both in and out of practice, um, yeah. and even how you know how we approached races, and and you could definitely see over four years. Um, how that philosophy works, and and so you know, as I was coming in, um, it was you know definitely this this can this has worked before. Um, it will continue to work. Um, and and if we can can convince people that that working hard um will will get get you towards your goals, um, not just in rowing but in everything, um, then then we'll be we'll be pretty successful. So, yeah, you know. It, we try not to overcomplicate it. Um, you know, put our heads yep. down and, and really try to get in as much work as we can over the course of the year. Um, yep. And then, you know, on on race day, um, you know, sh- show up and 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 be hard to beat. Um, and so that philosophy definitely guided my four years on the team and, and continues to to guide me now. Right. So I I took some notes on uh, where Notre Dame finished in 2018. Uh, according to the, to the ACRA website, you finished fifth. Nineteen, mm-hmm. you finished fourth. Twenty-two, you finished fifth. And this year, you won bronze. So mm-hmm. you can take now. And you did not row in twenty-one, uh, twenty and twenty-one, correct? Uh, that uh, is, uh, not not officially as a team at ACRA, right? Yeah. So there's two two blank years there. Um, one of which is uh, is you being the coach in 21. So mm-hmm. correct me if I'm wrong, you, you guys didn't, didn't compete in 21 or what? So um, at, the, at the end of the year, we had an unofficial regatta that we went to. Um, we, we did not compete as Notre Dame, which was definitely, I think, something that really galvanized a lot of people going into uh-huh. the next year. Um, yeah. we, we weren't allowed to race as Notre Dame, and um, it, I think it's sometimes, you know, and, and I, I talk to the guys about this, sometimes we, we take, take it for granted that we get the opportunity to rep, represent Notre Dame in intercollegiate right. competition. Um, right. Right, like every single day, you know, when, when you wear something with Notre Dame on yeah. it, if you, if you, you show up to the boathouse, sometimes it's, it's easy to get lost in this, you know, oh yeah, you know, th- this is the school I go to. But when you take yeah. a step back, representing yep. Notre Dame is, is a very special thing. Um, right. So, mm-hmm. so going out and competing and and not you know being associated with Notre Dame, um, I think it showed it showed me and it showed a lot of the guys like this is something that's really special. Um, yep. And you know, yeah. moving forward, like we we don't want to forget that, and that's something that we want to remember. So yeah, yeah not we didn't officially race. In, in 20, the spring of 2020, um, all the way through, our, our first official race was in the fall of, of 2021. So we went almost two years um, right. between official races. Yeah. Um, and so um, talk to me a little bit about uh, uh, Mike Lehman's uh, technical approach to rowing. Uh, I, By the way, just FYI, I still row in a Masters 8 and um, – just getting older and slower, but still row. And I noticed in watching some of your 
some of your uh, videos that, that you you folks have a, a nice long uh, finish uh, mm -hmm. that uh, us old folks we couldn't possibly do that we we'd be flipping <laughs> the that's just it's sad I, I don't mean to interject my problems um, so is is that style ubiquitous or is that style somewhat distinct to Notre Dame or help me out here a little bit educate me. Yeah, um, so the the kind of, we'll say, like, collection or, or pause point around the finish or around the back um, mm -hmm. initially started, really came into to popularity um, mid to late 90s into the early 2000s, okay. particularly yeah. in Australia. Um, yeah. And that kind of style has taught – caught on more and more and more um, both around around the world in terms of mm -hmm. um, like internationally rowing and then as well as like collegiately in the United States. Um, sure. and, and so the idea behind it um, is, you know, as particularly at the lower rates, it's we're, we're going to pause around the back and let the boat run out under us to maximize yeah. boats run to, to get the most out of our drive. Right. And then not like slam up and, and fly up the catch, but, but move right. quickly up the catch together um, and then quickly turn the boat back around. So it's, it's basically the, the idea behind it. And if you do it well, the idea is you can get the most out of every stroke and then let the boat work instead of having sure. to work yourself. Exactly. Um, yeah. 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 And so when, okay. when you're paused around the back, there's less weight on your feet. And yep. as soon as you shift up, more and more weight gets transferred on, onto your footboard, um, which then yep. gets transferred into the boat. So, so eventually yep. what happens is the, the stern of, of the shell gets pushed down into the water as you approach yep. the catch as more yep. and more weight gets, gets put on it. And so mm -hmm. you, you slow the boat more and more and more. So the idea yep. is, okay, if we can keep our weight off of our feet for as long as yep. possible and stay as light sure. on the feet as we can, we're going to get yep. more and more out of the boat. Right. Okay. That makes total sense. I understand everything you just said. Um, so uh, continue to talk a little bit about technique. And um, so, so what, you know, I know a little bit about Mike Lehman's background. He, he was a coxie on the national team and that's probably where mm -hmm. he really learned some of his secrets, but did, did your, his technique and your technique distinguish you and distinguish Notre Dame's rowing from others or, or to your earlier point was pretty much everybody doing it the same um, way. I would say not, not everyone rows the same way we do. Um, I think uh, particularly kind of at the, at the level that we row at, um, yep. it's not, it's not super uncommon. Um, if, if you watch, um, some, some video of, of like the, the university of Texas women's, boats um it's actually a pretty similar style to that um yeah. and it basically just as like a general overview of it um in terms of uh, it's a little bit different from from how i rode um when, when i was on the team under mike but but the general mm -hmm. idea behind our technique is maximize length on the slide with the legs so we, we want the the seat to get as close to our heels as possible um, in order to, to make the leg drive as long as possible. Mm -hmm. um, and then, right, the, with the, the pause around the back and the emphasis on keeping the weight off of our feet, we let the boat yep. really run out underneath us on the recovery. Um, yep. And then it's, you know, just picking it up nice and quickly together. Um, we don't have that much forward um, body angle. Um, it's, it's all about how much can we get out of our legs. Um, yeah. Mm -hmm. And so that... I would say it's not super uncommon. Um, maybe we talk about it a little bit differently than other people do and, and right. row a little bit differently than, than some of the other people do at Accra. Um, mm -hmm. but, but nothing super groundbreaking. Um, it's, yeah. it's really just you know, committing to, to doing the basics really well. Right. Yeah, right. There's a basic law of physics with shells and, and your following. Mm -hmm. uh, so um, what... Uh, so let's talk about this year's team. Uh, so you had you started 21, uh, didn't didn't uh, compete until that one last one. Then last year uh, you finished fifth, 
and I note that it's always Michigan, UVA, and a couple other dudes that are that are in there with you or ahead of you, um, except for this year. Um, and uh, so, um, did you when you came into this year? Uh, tell me a little bit about the boat. Was it a veteran boat? Was it a boat that you'd had a nice enough time in twenty uh, in twenty one and twenty two to say, you know what, this could be our year? Tell me about talk to me about that. Yeah, um, it's it's actually a pretty pretty young boat. Um, oh. mm-hmm. I think I think a, a lot of a lot of it was um, so the a lot of it was just the the continued development of some of the younger rowers. Um, mm-hmm. So so this year's eight um, was uh, one senior, uh, two juniors, three sophomores, and wow. uh, two freshmen, and then a, a freshman coxswain at at Accra. Wow, that's a young boat. Yeah, yeah. So um, I think a lot of it was, you know, the the continued development of some of the the juniors and sophomores, and then those two freshmen who came in definitely definitely contributed a lot very early. Well, were they just studs? To, to um, I, I think just you know they're they're two two. Uh, you know, hungry young guys, and yep. um, they they want to be fast, and they they fit really well into the group. Um, yep. And uh, you know, I think it's a lot of it is just you know they're competitive, and and they you know they they want to be fast. Um, so yep. that's uh, that that certainly helps. And and you know, having having some some you know quite young guys in in the the top end group really pushed yep. some of the older guys um, to you know elevate their game as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, so uh, you mentioned you, know, you keep stressing hard work, outwork the other teams, and you know don't get beat from fatigue. Um, they might just be better rowers. But um, so, at what point in the season? Uh, well, tell me a little bit about the season in terms of who you competed against and when you knew you might have a pretty fast boat. Um. Yeah. So. Um, we, we actually didn't really row the eight too much in the fall. Um, mm-hmm. we right. raced it twice. Um, and, but really, so our, our first race was in early October and, um, when, when they launched for the race in, in the afternoon, um, in the varsity eight, that was the first time we had rowed it that, that year. Okay. Right. Um, right. so we spent a good chunk of the fall. Um, in Cox fours and um, in pairs and and even the occasional double, um, yep. really just working on the fundamentals. Um, you know, teaching some of the younger guys uh, about how to feel the boat, how to pick the boat yeah. up, um, understand yeah. how how their movements impact the boat speed, um, and that's right. a lot easier for smaller boats. Yeah. Um, and um, we we ended up sending. Um, a, a varsity four and a freshman four to, to head of the Charles. Um, mm-hmm. and, and kind of the idea behind that was we're, we're going to make it as competitive as possible um, to, to get a seat in that boat. Um, I see. Mm-hmm. So the, the competition in the four isn't as good as it is in the eight um, at, at the race itself, but the competition mm-hmm. every day in practice was a lot higher because of that. Right. Um, Did so you we, do we any- wrote a lot of... At the head of the trials, did you guys do anything notable? Uh, we we won we won the collegiate four, and oh, so oh oh wow at the trials, yeah yeah. So so our our kind of top four guys um were were in that and and they won. So they Whoa. yeah. So it was, that was that was definitely a good result. Um showed showed some some good speed. Um yep. and um. You know, we're we're able to to knock off. You know, not not all of everybody's you know top four guys, but we're able to beat some teams' top four guys and and push themselves yep. out ahead of everybody. So, right, that was definitely definitely fun. Um, <laughs> and you know, really just the 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 competition that that drove was was really important for for kind of the, our right. development during the fall. Sure. sure. Yeah. So you um, had a. Or a group of four guys that were winners, and uh, you could work around those four and, and uh, go into the spring uh, 
confident in one sense, right? Yeah, um, and, and you know, I think definitely. So, like, we we only set the boat um, the the Sunday before, so we we raced on Sunday, and you know, the the Sunday before that, that was when the boat mm-hmm. was set. So, you know, guys hey. were were in the mix all the way through to the end. Um, yeah. and, and that, like, that definitely, that pressure of trying to make the boat, um, helps a lot. And, and it, mm-hmm. honestly, it, it really helps push some of the guys who weren't in the boat, um, to, to get better because they knew it was close. Um, sure. Sure. and you know, it pushed the, the people in the boat as well. Cause it was, you know, the, the, I, I know we can, we can go and do well in Boston. Um, so I definitely want to be in the boat. Um, yeah, right. so that right. helped us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, so then you come into the spring, and now it's a little different ball game. You got to put your eights together, and to you know make sure you got the right eight people in the boat, plus a coxie, which we'll talk about later. Uh, so walk me through the spring, and and your thoughts going into the spring, what your your expectations and your hopes for going in. Yeah, um, so I think we we definitely definitely knew um, that that we could be in the mix. Um, we we worked really hard over the winter on the ergs to to set ourselves up for for the spring. Um, mm-hmm. Definitely faster on on the ergs than we were the year before. Um, okay, was, you know, yeah. we made a ton of progress for sure. Um, you know, not quite where, where we want to be or, or really need to be, honestly, um, quite yet, yeah. but that's a, that's a work in progress. Um, right. but you know, they, they put in a lot of work on the ergs, um, definitely came into the spring pretty fit. Um, mm-hmm. and, um, you know, we're the, the whole kind of the whole ideology we pushed throughout the whole year, um, was this idea of, of winning is a choice and, it was it was basically built around the the decisions we make every day are 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 going to be the reason why we win or don't win. Um, and, yeah. and you know, yeah. not necessarily to to overemphasize like winning for the sake of winning, but rather if we can commit to excellence in rowing, we can commit to excellence in everything we do. Um, right. And right. that like that philosophy and that ideology, the guys really bought into. Um, and, and, you know, it, it, it makes like each day very valuable. Um, and it made, you know, kind of going into the spring, it was like, uh, the, the choices we have made so far and will continue to make will, will dictate our results this year. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, what is your uh, coaching style? How would you, if you had to throw three or four adjectives at, um, at how you coach, um, th- throw them out at me. That's a, that's a tough one. That's a good question. Um, <laughs> I, you know, I think, um, I, I definitely, I would say I'm, I'm demanding, um, hopefully not in, in too bad of a way, but you know, I, I expect, you know, expect effort, expect excellence from the guys, um, because I know how valuable that was for me and how rewarding it was for me when I was in college. Um, sure. I, I think I'm, you know, I'm, I'm relatively quiet in the launch. I, I don't don't talk that much. Yep. Um, I, I think the best way to get better at rowing is, is rowing more. Um, yep. <laughs> but yep. the I think the the overall sense is you know if if you can convince the guys to work hard and can convince the guys to that you know that their choices are going to to make them fast. Um, mm-hmm. then that's, yeah. that's, you know, it's the most rewarding for them. They have the most rewarding experience and, and learn more lessons from it. Um, yep. but you're also going to, going to be a lot faster if you can do that. So yeah. I, I try to kind of, sorry, I know you said a couple of adjectives and I'm going on. A, no, that's it. Uh, no, you, 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 you painted, you really, painted I would say it's, it's like yeah. building it's, it's, you know, building it's about, um, you know, getting better every day. Um, and just, you know, continue to, to take the steps that, you know, we need to take. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you had the whole, the whole cruise, all your crews buying into that, I assume. A lot of, yeah, you know, we, we definitely tried to, um, you know, it's, it's still definitely a really young team. Um, and, you know, I think some groups learned some hard lessons this spring. 
Um, but, but that's definitely the message we're pushing. And, and when some of those top guys buy into that message, um, then that starts to bleed down to, to, you know, the younger groups, to, to some of the lower boats. And, and that's really, you know, our, our, the overall idea over, you know, the course of not just this past year, but in general of if, you know, if, if the, the top group can set a good example for everybody else, um, then that's how you can build not just a fast boat or a fast few boats, but, but a fast program. Right. Yeah. So uh, let's talk for a minute about uh, the preparation for, for ACRA. Um, you know, I, I know good coaches uh, figure out how to peak for the important races, which are usually the last ones. What, uh, how did that work? It obviously worked out well for you, but what were a couple of the ingredients in that that uh, allowed you guys to just kick some butt at the uh, at, at Acra. Yeah, um, and you know, I, I I give a lot of credit to the guys for for being able to look at the season um, as as one continuous build up towards Acra mm-hmm. towards May um, yep. because you know we definitely definitely had, had some some faced some adversity, took some lumps during the spring. Um, mm-hmm. Had some some pretty tough losses on to be honest with you, um, but throughout the course of the whole spring, um, we we trained through every race. Um, we you know there were there were you know some of the the hardest training we did um, was was the week in the, in the lead up to to Macra, which is right at the end of April. Uh, it's our last okay. race before Acra, um, yep. and. Basically, it was the idea of, you know, we're going to get in as much work as we can right now um, mm-hmm. in, in order to do well at Accra. So, trained really hard um, through the sp- through all of the spring, um, trained all the way through Macra, uh, and Macra was, was three weeks out from Accra, and after that, yep. you know, sort of just took the foot off the gas a little bit yep. in terms of right. training, um, focused more and more and more from from like less, you know, more on like moving as, as a boat, moving as yeah. a group versus, you know, minute technical things or, or individual things, you know, still, still dropped those in as reminders um, for some of the big ones for some of the guys, but, but mostly it was a focus on, okay, how can we move as a group? How can we work as a group? Um, mm-hmm. And then, you know, just for, for probably the first time in a couple of months, the, the guys were slowly got fully rested up. And um, mm-hmm. then you know we, yeah. we peaked really really hard right right for the for the end of the season, right right. Um, tell me, uh, give me some idea of the size of this crew that you had. Uh, uh, you know, average height and weight. Yeah. Um, so the average height was probably around six two six three, um, and they they averaged one hundred eighty seven pounds. Okay. So, so that's yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, not, not a enormous, but but certainly not lightweights. Yeah, you're. Yeah, no kidding. Uh, yeah, that's that's a nice. Uh, that's a lean and mean uh, number right there. Um, mm-hmm. Talk to me for a minute about. Did did you tell me you had a freshman coxie that won Acra? Was it? Um. Did, so did, yeah. So we had had a junior in um through throughout the whole basically the whole year. Um, yeah. and then some, some things came up, um, and unfortunately, um, she, she wasn't able to, to go to Accra. Um, uh-huh. so, you know, kind of a, a, a next man up mentality or yep. next woman up. Sure. And, right. uh, we had had a, a freshman coxing our, our second varsity eight and, uh-huh. um, she, she moved up into the, the varsity eight, um, and just yep. did a fantastic job. Um, you know, yep. just, you know, rose, to, rose up to the occasion, um, mm-hmm. had, you know, developed, you know, a lot of trust with the guys. Yeah, um, right. Just really right. bought into the boat and, and, you know, really didn't have a, a lot of time to do it. Um, so yeah. a lot of credit goes to her for, for taking on that challenge um, mm-hmm. and, you know, gelling with a group um, who really had been, you know, rowing together for most of the year, maybe not necessarily in the same boat, but, but really training hard together um, and right. her ability to step into that group and, and, you know, get their trust um, was, was mm-hmm. super, super important at ACRA. Did you have to work uh, extra hard with her or uh, extra long with her to get her 
I'll call it up to speed, if you will, as a, as a freshman college. Yeah, you know, we, we definitely, definitely talked a lot about, you know, this is this particular boat's philosophy. Um, it's a little bit different than, you know, the, the second varsity eight. It's, it's, the boat's faster. You know, everything moves a little bit quicker. There's a little bit mm -hmm. less room for error. Um, mm -hmm. But also, you know, just in terms of 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 the boat, you know, the, the guys are a little bit more skilled technically. They they have more mm -hmm. power you can call on. Um, I see. So I, I think yeah. it was it was definitely like, a, you know, you can you can work. You know, don't be afraid to to be the coxswain that you are. Like, be yourself. Um, right. And call on the guys to to do things. Um, mm -hmm. So I think it was, I think it was a, a great setup for, for, you know, both the rowers and then for her as well um, to, yeah. to just grow together, even though they only had a, a few weeks to do it. Mm -hmm. And what kind of rate would you row, say at the Acra? What, uh, uh, walk me through that. Um, or maybe just kind of walk me, in fact, how about if you walk me through that race? So you're, okay, I'm going to pull back even further. You guys won the time trial. That, that's, um, that's kind of interesting. Yeah. So, so we uh, we kind of um, from from how our spring went with such the focus on on Acra, um, at, we were it, within uh, we we do a, a weekly coaches poll. Um, at our at our height, we were ranked fourth, kind of early in the season. Um, uh -huh. You know, and and then you know really took some lumps throughout the spring. Um, and and the poll released beforehand we were we were just outside of the top 10 um so so we were 11th in points but they only rank uh 10 teams so we i guess you could say we were unranked and right. then the final the final um kind of rankings of of all the varsity eights at acra uh, all the coaches get together and seed the the event um yeah. and we were seated ninth so we we came into the regatta seated ninth uh -huh. um because it was a time trial, um, it, it didn't matter too much in terms of um, this is, you know, you're racing this group of boats or you're not racing this group of boats. Um, yeah. the, all it did was, was how you got released in the time trial. But we came in seated ninth, um, and the top eight moved directly through um, to um, the semifinals. So okay. if yeah. you were nine and up, then you had to go to the repechage later in the afternoon. Um, yep. And there, there are very few crews that have made it through um, the repechage into the grand final. Right. Um, and yeah. so it was definitely a, like, a, you know, yes, there is a little bit room of, for error this morning. Um, we've trained hard. You know, if we need to go through the reps, like we we can we we have the you know the the training and fitness to do that, um, but no one really wants to race on Friday afternoon. You want to get the job yeah, done right. in the morning and start focusing on the semifinal. So, uh -huh. um, you know, it, basically, you know, we we went out pretty hard um, and and attacked that race, um, and mm -hmm. I, I think it definitely caught some of the the top teams a little bit off guard. Um, yeah. And mm -hmm. uh, that, you know, it was basically just that, you know, we are right on the bubble of that top eight, um, yeah. and, and we need to make sure that we're going to get in. Um, so, you know, push the pace pretty hard, um, and uh, then, you know, ended up, ended up being uh, number one out of that. Wow. So does that bump you up into the, uh, out of the repechage and into the, with the big boys? Yeah, so so we yeah. we were able to skip the repechage. We we yep. advanced directly yep. to the semifinal. Um, yep. And you know, talking talking with some of the guys later that afternoon, they were like, mm -hmm. "Yeah, I'm definitely definitely really glad we're we're not racing right now. You know, can just sure. relax, sure. rest up, really just right. focus in on the semifinal. Um, right. and, and like that's the the repechage is is such a tough race. Um, sure. You know, it's, it's do or die for a lot of teams. Only the winner goes through to the A B semifinal. Um, sure. So you know, there's there's no room for error at all in that race, yep. and and sure. being able to avoid that really kind of you know, takes a lot of pressure off, um, unless you just get ready for the next day. And the flip side of that is, your guys now know, man, we're we're pretty fast. We just yeah. we just yeah. fast that um, feel good, right? So yeah, definitely. Um, I think the the reaction was was definitely you know like 
we're we're happy with it. You know, it was it yep. was a little bit of like uh, a little bit of the you know the chip on the shoulder. Like, all right, we're yep. we're yep. at ninth, but you know, we're we're up here with everybody else. Yep. Um, and you know, I, I think definitely like the 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 attitude shifted from very very quickly. Um, they were they were kind of all cooling down on the ergs when the the times came in, um, yep. and it was it was a you know all right like great to, great to win the time trial we can't do any better than that but right. you know we, we have the business the, you know we have still have to take care of business tomorrow oh, we yeah. want to make the right. the a final make right. the grand final so uh you know mm -hmm. the, the focus shifted pretty quickly over over yep. to the next race yeah so walk me through uh, the next race or two till you get to the finals yeah, so so the the next the next day, um so we raced pretty early in the morning, uh the time trial on, on Friday yep. morning. Um you know, just cooled down, relaxed, took it easy after that. Um the next day, um came out for the semifinal. Um and um we you know, we, we were were in in the you know, having won the time trial, we were in the middle lane. Um yep. It was uh, the the three people who made it through were were us UCLA and Virginia. Um, oh wow! So the yeah. the you know the the semifinals um, at any race, but particular particularly at Accra, um, are, yeah. are very competitive. Um, sure. You know, a lot of teams. You know, everyone's everyone wants to be in the A final. Um, yep. All twelve yep. teams. You know, on on any given day, someone you know someone can can shock. Uh, the world get into the the grand final from an outside lane, um, yeah. so right. there's there's definitely a lot of pressure, um, and uh, you know definitely like the the, uh, the 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 pressure is on and and the the guys rose up to that occasion, um, mm -hmm. so we kind of battled it out with with UCLA um, through that semifinal um, for for. A, a good chunk of the race. Um, they, they eventually kind of pushed away from us with, with about 750 meters left or so. Um, mm -hmm. And, you know, we, we just went through the race, um, took care of business, um, got, got into the A final. Um, yep. And that was, you know, that was the, that was the, the goal. Um, we just need to get through this race. Um, and then, sure. and then we'll start focusing, focusing on tomorrow. Um, and, uh, you know, they, you know, they, they did their job on on saturday kind of a thing yeah yeah so now you're lining up on sunday and and uh who uh of course george washington and ucla are in that race uva is probably in that race who else is in that race that's uh that's uh going to be tough to beat yeah so um you know at gw ucla in the middle lanes um yep. in michigan and and the yep. the next to them and then Virginia and, and Rutgers on the outside. Okay. Um, and, and honestly, like looking at the field, um, looking at some of the, the results throughout the spring, um, mm -hmm. and even racing some of those boats, you know, was, yep. I, I thought, you know, any of these boats can, could end up with a medal after this race. Um, yeah. mm -hmm. and, um, that was kind of the, you know, the, you know the 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 pressure was was definitely pretty high um sure. but there was a lot of competition in in that race um but you know the the message to to the boat before the race was you know um ha have the courage to believe you can win um and you know I was kind of right. telling them right you know these these other five boats aren't just our competitors. They definitely are. And, you know, we, we have a lot of respect for our competition and the work that they do. Um, right. Some great, some great guys, some, some really fantastic coaches. Um, yep. But, you know, they're not just your competitors. You know, they're your peers. Like, you, you've earned the right to be in this final. Um, mm -hmm. You've worked hard all year. Um, you've, you know, you endured the tests of this spring and of this mm -hmm. race. Um, yep. This is where you're supposed to be. And you know, mm -hmm. have have the courage to to go out and, and believe you can do something uh, special with it. Um, yeah. And you know, we definitely knew that that some of the other boats were were very quick, um, and it was going to be mm -hmm. going to be a challenge. Um, yep. But you know, it was 
the idea of, you know, we're, we're going to commit as a group and, and we're going to commit to this race and, and we'll see what we can do with it. So what was your race strategy? Are you quick, quick out of the box? Are you long and long and strong? Or, you know, uh, talk to me about that kind of, what kind of race strategy did you row that race? Yeah. Um, you know, it's, to, to be honest with you, our race strategies are, are relatively open-ended. Um, the, the coxswain gets a lot of discretion to kind of dictate um, where moves are going to be taken. Um, mm -hmm. But the, the, the biggest thing was that, that we wanted to establish rhythm, especially in the first 1,000 meters. Um, right. right. In, earlier in the spring, and, and particularly at Accra the year before, in 2022, um, mm -hmm. We had, you know, gone out really high, really hard, just just hanging on for dear life to to stay yeah. competitive, and right. then you know by the time the time the second one thousand meters roll rolls around, just you know, yeah, after redlining the first thousand meters, we were just out right. of juice and we'd get bit out the back and just couldn't hang on. So yeah, uh, yeah. definitely was, was really preaching, you know, efficiency, efficiency, efficiency through that first thousand. Mm -hmm. um, and you know the the mm -hmm. the 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 high strokes were were always pretty high. We're, our our first you know thirty or so strokes were pretty quick, um, mm -hmm. but it was after that we need to to get down into our rhythm and, and right. take care of business there and, and be efficient um, because we don't you know we don't have nearly as much power as as a lot of the other boats. So we need to use you know use our energy efficiently and effectively through the base of the race. Is that a size function? Uh, your, your heavyweights just aren't as big and strong as other crews' heavyweights. A little bit. Um, it's also just a, you know a lot to do with with a lot of different physiological factors. Um, mm -hmm. You know that we we give up uh, a lot of speed on the ergs compared to other teams. Um, oh. And yeah. like so, like I said, that's that's something we're trying to fix. Um, yeah. But you know when when you know that that the other boats are are you know physically are are more capable than you are um that that efficiency just becomes so much more important um sure. that's, right. you know that's a big part of our rowing style is we're okay. we're going to be a um yes. if i had to describe in one word that's what it would be is we row efficiently yes. um mm -hmm. and and so, like, that was, you know, the, the race strategy is also built around that. It's a, you know, we need to be cognizant that if, it, if we get into, you know, like a gunfight with another boat, we're, we're probably yeah. not going to win. Right, um, right. So yeah. start with your... <clears throat> yeah. Um, so walk me through it at the uh, halfway point of the race. Where are you? And uh, who, who's in front of you? Who's beside you? Who's behind you? And, and what are you thinking? Yeah. Um, so the the first um, the first you know 500 or so meters, it's it's always great to see you know just everyone in the right. mix of it, just really fighting. Um, by by around the second 500, um, us GW and UCLA um, had kind of you know established ourselves as as the yep. race leaders. Um, mm -hmm. A little bit before the thousand meter mark, UCLA. You know, they they brought the rate up, put some extra power down, and, and you know they they really made a statement. Um, that was that's a, a very quick crew, um, definitely a, a lot of, of hardworking, good guys in the boat. And right. you know they they made a move that that was was honestly ended up being pretty pretty definitive. Um, yeah. So <laughs> right. GW GW went after them. Um, we went after them. Um, mm -hmm. So around a thousand, you know, we were kind of starting to break away a little bit from the field, mm -hmm. not not by too much, but right. that had definitely established ourselves as kind of the the three people in, in metal contention. Um, yes. And you know the the you know GW and, and UCLA kind of slowly split away a little bit over the course of that, mm -hmm. that second thousand meters, um, yep. but that was you know around the thousand meter mark. It was you know all right you know we're in the thick of things. Um, you know, if, if we want to win, it's going to take something really special. Um, right. And you know, the, the guys definitely went for it and, and they tried to, to get there, but, you know, unfortunately just didn't, didn't quite have, have what they needed on the day right. to, uh, to reel them back in and, and, you know, make that counter move. <clears throat> right. So I looked at the 
uh, times, and you were four seconds roughly behind UCLA, two and a half seconds uh, behind GW, but you're one and a half seconds ahead of one of our uh, despicable rivals, Michigan, <laughs> and then two and a half seconds ahead of UVA, which, as you well know, are two of the most established uh, rowing programs over the years. So uh, did you fight off Michigan and, and UVA uh, at the 1,000 meter? Or you basically, they weren't in, in, the, uh, in sight at the end? Um, well, Virginia went out really, really hard um, early yep. and then kind of faded a little bit over the course of the race. Um, mm -hmm. yeah, I, I think uh, knowing knowing Michigan and, and knowing their coach and Greg Hart stuff, they're, they're right. always going to fight all the way to the end. Um, that's sure. uh, definitely a hallmark of, of a Michigan crew. Um, right. They, they right. never give in. Um, yep. And so that was definitely something – uh, you know, that was that was on my mind, worrying about them kind of pushing back into us. Um, but you know, the I think you know the the lead we had kind of built up going with UCLA and going with GW um, yeah. was was relatively secured. Um, mm -hmm. And um, you know, they just you know our our guys didn't give up either, and, and they kept pushing sure. all the way through the. So sure, right. Yeah. So um, yeah, so that's. Uh, and then you finished eighth overall in terms of points, but that's not real relevant. To, uh, well, I shouldn't say it. It's you, 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 where you placed in the heavyweight eight is important. Um, any other uh, comments or observations about you know that bronze medal and um, you know how the guys felt about it and and all? Yeah, um, you know, I I think. Yeah, a little bit of of mixed emotions. Um, you know, the I, I'd say the the guys were were and and even me were you know very proud um, of the yeah. result, very proud of the right. work that we did. Um, but you know, it's it's always a little bit disappointing um, to to not come away with the win, and um, yeah. you know, that's that's like the the you know definitely it's 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 a great thing to see, you know. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm happy. I was so happy for them. Um, yeah. Very proud of the work that they had done, and, and proud of the guys. And and um, but you know the it it, it kind of goes to show that their reaction as well um, shows that you know that the team is in a good place. Um, that that yeah. they're you know yeah. even after you know one one of our better results at a race ever. Um, mm -hmm. That they they still were were gunning for more. Um, and that's always you know exciting to see. Um, and is inspiring to see as well. Yeah, yeah, now that's a good point. Um, so I want to uh, maybe switch gears here a little bit. Um, the uh, uh, the support from uh, I know you you have at least a couple of assistants. Is Kurt Butler still one of them? Uh, yeah, Kurt. Uh, yeah. Kurt is still still around. Yeah. Um, he. Um, He's uh, he's he's definitely a, a, a huge presence around the boathouse and, and, and helps sure. out a ton. Yeah, yeah. And then did you uh, gather a couple of good assistants to, say, coach the freshmen and the uh, JV and all that? Did you find a couple so, of good guys? So um, we, we had, I had a little bit of help um, for a few days a week in the fall, but, but other than that, um, it was it was mostly, mostly me. Um, mm -hmm. So – Definitely, definitely uh, a pretty lean, running a pretty lean ship, um, yeah. but, you know, right. make do with, you know, got, got to make do with it kind of a thing. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, right. You don't uh, stop the program. Um, yeah. Let's talk about you for a minute. Um, uh, I assume you had to work during the day. You had a day job. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And And is that, do you think that's going to be compatible with you remaining the, uh, the head coach at Notre Dame for a period of time. Um, you know, it's it's definitely a, definitely a challenge. Um, I, that's just you know kind of the the nature of of where the program is right now. Um, and and that's something that that I was was very well aware of. Um, sure. sure. Coming in into the job, um, I, I knew that was something that I was I was probably going to need to have to do. Um, yep. You know, I, I think. Looking at a lot of the other programs, that's that's definitely atypical. Um, a lot of them have you know 
full full time coaching yes. um, yeah. available, which which you know certainly you know is is uh, a, a big benefit. Um, sure. But you know, I, yeah. I definitely love love the program and and am willing to make sacrifices to to help the team um, and and yeah. help the team get better. Right. So um, I ask that because. Uh, us alumni have always understood that that what stands in the way of of even more success, which started with Mike Lehman, and is continuing with you, is the stability of the coaching and the fact mm-hmm. that, uh, you know, in Mike's case, he was fortunate enough to have a, a pretty uh, a good job. And um, uh, so, um, it also strikes me that if you don't, if there isn't much money around, then it's kind of hard to get assistance to to mm-hmm. pony up and spend their time with you is that also correct yeah that's that's definitely yeah. true um yeah mm-hmm. yeah um so this was one of the ulterior motives i had for uh interviewing you and, and that would be to uh follow that uh article or you know i'm even thinking of i've never done a podca- podcast before but that might be interesting we, we can talk about that um but follow up this publication, if you will, with uh, some discussions with uh, some former uh, some alumni rowers that uh, might be in a position to help out um, and uh, and also just see if the university, if there's anybody in the university that uh, uh, could assist a little bit more, especially given the success of the program in the last couple of years. So that's just between you and I. We're, we're going to work on that. Um, okay. And, and, you know, fearing that the worst thing that could happen would be that you just at some point say, you know, I love, I love everything about it. I just can't afford to stay here. And then that's, mm-hmm. you know, everybody would understand that. But we don't want that to happen. So uh, we're going to work on that. Okay. Uh, let me see. What else? Um, when we're in the next day or two, if you could uh, give me the list of your, your uh, eight guys that won eight, Guys that won the bronze and your coxie, mm-hmm. uh, send me that. And then um, the list of your he- head of the Charles uh, four that won. Uh, let's see what else. I'm looking at my notes here. Um, I, I think that that kind of covers things. Um, oh, uh, so. I, I, I looked in the accurate. So Joe Kiley uh, was a first-team All-American. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Joe Druenhauer was a third team. Mm-hmm. And then Fosh was uh, Wells Bo- Benson. Now, did Benson row in the eight? He did, yes, he did. Yeah. He was uh, he was in the eight. <laughs> wow. That's, that's, uh, you've got to be excited about having some, some young guys back that have had success. That's awesome. Um, okay, I think uh, we've covered a lot of ground. So here, here's what I'm thinking. Um, do, have, have you ever done a podcast? Uh, I have not. I have Me not. either. <laughs> I've never created one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I'm thinking two things. I'm thinking that um, uh, maybe having two options for people, somebody who just, by the way, we're right at one hour right now. Um, if we could create a podcast and then uh, basically I'm going to convert, you know, voice to text uh, with some software and then have an article that uh, is with just a little cleanup of things, probably all of the us and ahs from me, um, you know, have that as an option as well. Uh, and, and I'm sure there's just a lot of, a lot of the alumni out here. We just love to just have a better understanding of how you guys got bronze this year. I mean, that okay. that's a big deal. Yeah. It's a real big deal. We, uh, you know, we're the founder group, and uh, our best finish was a fourth place in the macro in our senior year, and that was, you know, like winning gold almost. Uh, so it's all relative. But uh, I, I know, having spoken to two or three of my classmates already, that uh, I told them what I was going to do, and they're excited to just hear about this. So I appreciate your time, and uh, uh, so. I'm going to go figure out how to convert this to a podcast. Um, again, I'll send it to you. I don't know whether you want to spend an, uh, an hour listening to you and me talking, uh, but I'll let you t- 
take a look at that. And then when I convert it to text, I'll let you take a look at that and edit it. And then uh, we'll figure out the most effective ways to get to get both media out to the alumni. And uh, and I think I have to believe it's going to just help the program a little bit down the road. If if not, you know, if only in some donations, <laughs> but who knows. Um, so, and by the way, do you follow the donations, the alumni donations to the crew to any extent to be able to say whether we're, we're putting more money or less money in? Um, I don't get a, a great view into it. Um, yeah. I, I'd say from, from like a, a, yeah. a, just a, a general statement, um, we're, we're, we're in, a, in a, a pretty healthy spot. Um, you know, we're, okay. we're, we're pretty fiscally responsible, I, I guess yeah. I'd say. So, so you know, yeah. we're, we're, we're not in sure. any danger at all. <clears throat> okay. Well, that's good. That's good, Quinn. All right. Thank you so much. Okay. Thanks for your time. Have a good evening. Thanks. You too. Bye. Bye.